AM 1170. The Answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. City, and I could not be happier than to share this time with you all, all the way on the other side of the country, on another liberal coast. Coming at y'all from New York City and everybody back in San Diego, thank you so much for supporting me this week as I as I ventured out here to another coast. If you're uh, in the drive time in San Diego, uh, thank you once again for helping uh, make me a part of your day. If you want to be a part of the show, even though I'm live from New York City right now, DJ Carrot Sticks is going to be taking your calls. And of course, who's always sharing this time with me than none other than DJ Carrot Sticks? DJ Carrot Hello, New York City. <laughs> That's a good one, Carrot Sticks. The old Peace Picani sauce commercials, New York yeah. City. New York City. I have had such a good time being here, and thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks, for keeping keeping the wheels turning on the AK show, even uh, all the way from three thousand miles away. You've been having a good week back there without me. Yeah, but we do miss you at the station, ma- mainly the donuts. Well, <laughs> you know, they actually have donuts here in New York. They have Dunkin' Donuts here. What they don't have, it's interesting you should bring up the D word, because what I don't really see here, that's um, I don't see the phenomenon of local gourmet donut shops like we have in San Diego. In San Diego, we've got Frat Boys, we've got Donut Bar, we've got Nomad Donuts. I mean, we've got gourmet local donuts at the Yin Yang, and all they've got out here is chains. Um, you know what? This is a very cool city, but I'm missing San Diego. I'm coming back tomorrow. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to be here for the next hour. So give me a call here. 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Got to give a shout out to everybody right now who's watching on Facebook Live because that's time is limited, babies. Not going to be able to do the whole hour on Facebook Live because I don't have DJ Carrot Sticks here in the studio with me in New York to keep it rolling throughout the whole hour. There's some technical stuff that, uh, DJ Carrot Sticks does so that you you guys can actually on a whole hour of a show where you guys can hear the callers and and actually have it be a full uh, broadcast. We're not able to do that. But at least you get to watch uh, for the opening segment because I want to share with you guys. I came out here actually to do some media hits. Um, I co-hosted last night on Newsmax with Bill Tucker. Phenomenal experience. My first time actually in uh, sitting at an anchor desk to do two hours of live national media, which was crazy, nerve-wrecking, like, you know, but it ended up being phenomenal. I did RT. I'm on Ed Schultz's show all the time. And then I did Newsmax again today. But I worked in some sightseeing um, this morning. Yesterday, I went to the Metropolitan Museum of Art. This morning, actually, it, which was magical and amazing, I went to the New York City Library. And then um, met up with one of my sorority sisters, my big sister in the sorority, actually, for lunch um, today. And which was just, you know, I mean, who would have thought that I'd be here in New York City meeting up with my one of my homegirls from Baton Rouge. But then I did something even more extraordinary. I, I thought, how do I top that? You know, hanging out with one of my sorority sisters. Um, but I did something that I haven't done. I, the first, I think I told you last time, last night, that the last time I had been in New York City was actually, I think it was in the late 90s. Might have been 98. It was before 9-11. And after Newsmax today, I was talking to Bill Tucker, and I told him I was thinking about going to the 9-11 Memorial. He was like, oh, my gosh. He's like, you know, it's just so moving, so incredible. I said, yeah. I said, I'm probably going to have to put my false eyelashes back on and lose my lashes because I'm so I'm weepy and sentimental as it is. But I got to tell you all, it was – I'm going to get choked up right now even thinking about it. It was so moving, I cannot even tell you. And you all know, you longtime Andrea Cage Show listeners know how passionate – I am about the issue of Islamic terror, terrorism in our country. How many times have I talked about on the anniversary of 9-11 that I'm tired of this hashtag never forget when we obviously have forgotten as a country. 
when 15 years later, we've got courts all over this country trying to stop President Trump from importing more terrorism into this country. People who want to do to us, maybe not through an airplane anymore because that gig, you know, gig jig is up, but through other means try to destroy us either through sword or through Sharia in this country who share the same ideology as what happened on 9-11. And I was incredibly moved by the memorial today in terms of the way that it honored the victims in a way that was so more personal than I really expected. From hearing the phone calls to family members and loved ones on that day, some not knowing that it was their final moments, some knowing, seeing um, pictures of them with their families, just the personal connection that I felt to the victims I had never seen before. But what was missing for me, and I hate to say this because it is an incredibly moving memorial, but what was missing for me was the connection as to why it happened. Because how do we really honor 2,977 people, I think is the exact number, who lost their lives that day? And some say in a preventable attack, because some say that our intelligence agencies that we're going to talk about throughout the show, Daniel Greenfield is going to be on here after the first break. But how do we truly honor them, the ones who died in Shankville, the ones who who were murdered and maimed in Boston, at Fort Hood, at the Pulse nightclub, at a you know facility in San Bernardino and on and on how do we honor any of them if we're not and how do, if we were truly honoring the victims who died on 9/11 would we have had Pulse nightclub would we have had the Boston bombing would we have had Fort Hood and other terrorist situations here because many of those came here through the stupid lottery visa program or through chain migration the the, the person who shot up all the gay people at the Pulse nightclub was the son of people who came here on this visa program, the fiance visa from the, from the fiance who came here for San Bernardino. I was broken today again for those victims and for what happened. We should not continue to let this happen in America. This is absolutely outrageous. Yes, we're going to continue to talk about the topics of the day because you know what? We, when we have our intelligence agencies from the FBI, the CIA, the past Obama administration, secretaries of state, we got John Kerry over telling some, uh, friend of, uh, Palestinian uh, authority over there, Palestinian leaders. Oh, hold tight. Trump won't be in office anymore. How we've got FBI and CIA and other intelligence agencies working hard to unseat a president. Meanwhile, there are still terrorists out there who want to continue to do what happened on 9-11 and Pulse nightclub and Boston bombing. And our intelligence agencies are letting us down when they're not investigating. Mueller, who's in charge of this investigation, was also the man who was the head of the FBI at the time that anything related to radical Islam was removed from the intelligence agencies and their efforts to keep us safe in this country. They are putting more effort in trying to, to unseat President Trump and to try to overdo, undo the will of the people than they have ever done in trying to keep us safe in this country. It is absolutely outraged. And I burned today, burned as I walked along that memorial. My heart aches today for those families. And it's, it, it's an absolute outrage. Um, am I wrong? I want to hear from you guys. Call me throughout the show, 888-344-1170. Are we doing everything we can? You know, has it, do we still remember what should we be doing to, to, to continue to keep this? There was not one uh, at this memorial today. I did not see one reference. The word Islam and Islamic terror was nowhere to be found. And I walked that memorial for about two or three hours. It was nowhere to be found. All right, I'm going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Daniel Greenfield, and we're going to get to the hot topics of the day and what's going on with the Mueller investigation. I'm live from New York. It's Andrea Kay. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. The number one myth with a reverse mortgage is that you can't keep your home. Hi, I'm Michelle Cole, and I'm here to tell you that is absolutely false. You can keep and stay in the home you love with better cash flow and maintain the lifestyle of your choice. If you or someone you love is over the age of 62, call me today at 858-344-5998 and I'll use my 30 plus years experience in lending to see if a customized reverse mortgage is the right solution for you. I'll even pay your appraisal fee. That's 858-344-5998, 858 
344-5998. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Hi, Mike Gallagher here with Real Estate Prices Sky High. Now's the time to sell your home or investment property. So call my buddy Sam Rasool with Keller Williams Realty. I've gotten to know Sam, and he thinks like you and I. He has a strong faith-based worldview. Over the last 25 years, Sam has sold over 1,000 homes. He's ranked in the top 1% of San Diego realtors. He'll sell your home fast and for top dollar. Sam really wants to earn your business, starting with a real home price evaluation. Whether you hire him or not, he'll front any fix-up costs at no interest and negotiate a fair commission rate with you. And get this, if you're not satisfied at closing, he'll reduce his commission. That's unheard of. Sam Rizul does a great job. If you're thinking of buying or selling, just meet with Sam and let him give you a $100 gift card for your time. Call Sam Rizul today, 858-780-1SAM. 858-780, the number 1SAM. Or online at thinksam.com. Thinksam.com, because I hope you will think Sam Rizul. Thinksam.com or call 858-780-1SAM. What are your vacation plans next summer? Larry Yelda here with a bit of sage advice. Give your sweetheart an amazing summer cruise of the Hawaiian Islands with me and my fellow talk show hosts, Hugh Hewitt and Mike Gallagher. We three amigos will be hosting the 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise, discussing the state of our country while island hopping in paradise. We'll sail to some of the most beautiful sights in the world, Then at night, we'll all get together, Hugh, Mike, and me, for an insider's discussion of what's going on in our country. The 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise next summer, August 11th through the 18th. Come on, join us for a week in paradise. For details, just log on to am1170theanswer.com and use the keyword aloha. That's am1170theanswer.com, keyword aloha. We are going to have a great time. am1170theanswer.com, keyword aloha. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. I almost hate to come back from the break. I don't usually get to play and, and hear some of my favorite 90s old school jams because usually I, I can't because of Facebook Live. It doesn't let me post the videos if we play some of my happening tunes. So I'm just I, I'm doing a little chair dancing. Sandra Stevens, if you're listening, that was for you. Um, I'm back in good spirits. Before the break, I was uh, kind of expressing how heartbroken I was again to tour the 9-11 memorial and how I just feel like, you know, we, every time there's a tragedy, we've got these platitudes, the hashtag, je suis Paris, hashtag this, hashtag never forget. And, and we've clearly forgotten when we are at a point in our country where you are not even, where we've got our investigative bodies uh, removing any reference to radical Islam and Sharia from any investigations. But I want to hear from you guys throughout the, throughout the show. Uh, 888-344-1170. Tell me what you think about that. What you think about what's going on with the Mueller investigation. Also, um, I'm not going to, coming up in the show, we're going to be talking about, uh, President Trump signaling that he's going to give a path, possibly give a pathway of citizenship, uh, to the DACA recipients. But some breaking news today is that those missing text messages, from Mr. Peter Strzok and his little lady friend, Lisa Page. I guess they've come out and, you know, Kel Surprise, or as the French would say, what a shock. Um, it's just more of what we know about these two. And joining me to discuss this now is Daniel Greenfield. Hey, Daniel, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on. 
Okay. Um, well, thanks for being here. You know, we had a representative, a congressman. Um, you know, the, the, the text messages that came out today were, oh, they were going to go soft with Hillary Clinton. I didn't think they were anything groundbreaking to me. The real text messages that were incredibly shocking were the ones that talked about a secret society. And, um, you know, I, I, oh, you know, this, oh, well, the insurance policy, things that were so uh, deep state KGB like that it was like something coming out of a novel. And to the point to where it's almost so bad that American people are refusing some, a lot of Americans, the ones who even know about it, because the mainstream media is not covering it. But Americans are like, this cannot be happening in the United States, but it absolutely can. And it is, right, Daniel? Yeah, well, it's a, the problem that we're facing is that we've had this kind of professional government, this Washington, D.C. establishment that's been in there. It's been in power for so long that it really doesn't believe that um, elections matter. So Trump won the election and they took out insurance to reverse the election. And not only that, but now they're actually seeking, in my opinion, as some people say, to try to frame President Trump for colluding with the Russians when, in fact, trying to frame him for crimes that they committed. Because, you know, basically with what Hillary Clinton did with uh, after she took over and hijacked the DNC, you know, she and her, her campaign or people hired Fusion GPS, who hired this foreign agent who was paid on how much from the Russians not to do opposition research because oppo is really about finding skeletons in the closet. This was about creating lies to try to smear and destroy lies and try to unseat a free and fairly elected president. And I have said today that no, I just because Trump is smart does not mean that he should go and speak to Mueller. I think it's, I think it's absolutely reckless and foolish. It's not about being smart. There is no human being that can remember every comment they made and not have, have a discrepancy in a statement that leads to a perjury charge. And on top of it, I'm not sure I've heard anybody else say this, but I think it's bad strategy because why prop up an investigation that's crumbling right now under the weight of its own corruption? Why validate it? You're absolutely right on both counts. When you're dealing with federal investigators, these are people who can uh, find contradictions in something that the most honest person in the world says. And they're the ones who are going to be deciding what Trump meant. So Trump, President Trump has this way of speaking that is non-traditional. Um, he's not the one who's going to be there saying, this is what I meant. They're going to decide this is what he meant, and they're going to try to convict him of perjury based on that. And absolutely, he should not be participating in the investigation in any shape or form. The investigation has been discredited repeatedly. Uh, we do know who colluded with the Russians. It was the DNC, it was the Democrats, it was the Obama administration. We have Barack Obama on tape telling the Russian leader um, that he's going to have more flexibility to make concessions after the election. You know, if they want collusion, they can go after Obama. Yeah, um, it's... I'm not even hearing Republican. I, I think it was Republican Johnson who came out and talked about the secret society. But where are the rest of the Republicans? Why are they not coming out and saying, why is Mueller even attempting to talk to President Trump right now? And as some, as he says, he's keen to find out why Trump fired Comey. Shouldn't he be and shouldn't the Republicans be pointing out that he should be keen if he's going to do anything on finding out why Comey leaked classified information and why Comey apparently lied in front of Congress? when he said that he made the decision that Hillary shouldn't uh, there shouldn't be charges against Hillary until after his investi- interrogation of her in July, which was not under oath, when we know from draft messages that the plan to exonerate her was in advance. Why is the Republican Party not coming out en masse and saying, shut it down? There's news reports coming out today that President Trump wanted Meyer, wanted to fire Mueller back in June, but his White House counsel threatened to quit? Where is the support for President Trump and and the and the push to shut down this obviously silent coup? Yeah, it's absolutely outrageous. And this investigation has drifted far, far from what it was supposed to be about. Uh, The investigation was not supposed to be about Comey. It was supposed to be about Russian election interference. Uh, Comey has brought up four people in charges. Two of those are process charges. Um, They're perjury. Again, this is why President Trump should not be speaking to him. Um, The other charges have absolutely nothing to do with, again, 
Russian interference in the election. So far, the Mueller investigation has blown through something like seven, eight million dollars. It has not produced any of the any charges relating to what it was supposed to have done, which means it's a failure. But it's been it's become a fishing expedition that just goes further and further afield. And there's every indication that when he's going to go after Trump, it's going to be for something that is completely unrelated to the purpose of the investigation, which means it should be shut down. Yeah. And meanwhile, you know, um, uh, I was talking in my open tonight about how if you just tune in, by the way, this is the Andrea K. Show and I'm talking to uh, Daniel Greenfield. I, I went to tour the 9-11 Memorial today. I haven't been here uh, since 9-11 happened. And it just made my blood boil about what happened to these American citizens here in this country and about how right now, instead of our intelligence agency, the FBI, CIA and other uh, in, uh, law enforcement agencies, instead of working hard to keep us safe, Treasure and time is being spent on a free and fairly elected president of the United States instead of the terrorists and the people who want to destroy us. And it's absolutely shocking and it needs, it needs to end. And I don't know that it will. I mean, why is, you know, what, what is going, what do you think can and should happen to, to make this stop? I mean, where does, where does this end? Well, we have to actually roll back to the beginning of the Obama administration. I was just at the South Carolina Tea Party Convention, and I spoke to two people who had been involved in counterterrorism and law enforcement, and they were purged as part of the push to divert counterterrorism away from Islamic terrorism and towards fighting veterans. And now, obviously, we have the whole Russia investigation. So to fix this, we need to get back to what law enforcement was supposed to be doing. We need to get back to actual counterterrorism. Uh, we need to undo all the damage that Obama did because a lot of these people were put in there. They're political appointees. They were um, brought up because they were going to transform the Department of Justice and the FBI and the CIA and other organizations away from actually confronting the Muslim Brotherhood and other organizations like it and into um, going after the domestic political opposition in the United States. Well, and I also I think I would like to add that I think that one way to shut down at least the Mueller investigation part of this would be if we had we had an attorney general doing his job. I think that um, Jeff Sessions really failed not just President Trump, but the United States when he took that job knowing he was going to recuse himself, or even if he didn't, at whatever point he decided he needed to recuse himself, he should have either not accepted the nomination or he should have quit. Because what he has done is, is um, uh, he, it's dereliction of duty, in my opinion, that he is sitting back and this is uh, being allowed to continue. Uh, the, the entire mission, now we're hearing that Mueller's next step, and one of the topics that he wants to discuss with President Trump is how t- President Trump's reactions to Jim Comey's uh, you know, address to Congress on May 17th like what now now it's it's gone from Russian collusion to uh, emotional wrongdoing in terms of investigation I think uh, I think an actual real attorney general doing his job could shut this down even if it's not firing Mueller or saying this investigation is over how about launching an investigation to investigate Mueller to properly investigate McCabe Rosenstein as well as and why in the world does this Lisa uh, Page and the Strzok person continue to have jobs being paid by the taxpayers. Uh, just having a, an attorney general, unfortunately, is not enough because there's a huge department. Government or government agencies are very, very huge, and there needs to be more than just the right guy there as attorney general. There need to be a lot of people below him, and that's the real problem here. Uh, the Obama administration had eight years to put their people into place, and they planned for this. Um, the Trump administration needs to keep moving its people in there. It needs to force out as many of the Obama holdovers as possible. That's happening to some degree at the FBI, but it's taking far too long, and they're doing far too much damage. Um, I've only got a couple more minutes left with you, but John Kerry, who now is threatening us with um, possibly running for president again in 2020, actually, uh, as reported, I think, uh, by Israel Times, maybe, I'm not sure exactly, that, that he was over there cozying up to um, Abbas's associates, saying, hold on there, stand, you know, Trump will be out of office soon, don't give in to him. Uh, you know, me, we've got we've got an investigator going after President Trump and we've got some former secretary of state going over and and colluding somehow with Palestinians. Are you kidding me, Daniel? It's very twisted. And you've got the former secretary of state going out there and telling, uh, frankly, an enemy of the United States, the leader of a terrorist organization, that the president of the United States is going to be out of office in a year. And what exactly is he basing this on and uh, what kind of secret society stuff is in the works here? 
Yeah, I mean, it's like, who does he think he's representing? The, the you know, the secret society of silent coup? And, and, and then he supposedly says to them, hey, you know what? It's a good idea for you Palestinians to come up with and propose your peace plan. Oh, what's their peace plan, Daniel, besides wiping Israel off the map because they don't think that they're allowed to exist? You know, and this is somebody, I say, go, go for it, John Kerry. Run for office in 2020. Make that be your platform. We'll see how far that goes for you. Yeah, I mean, if they could want to run another Obama secretary of state who actually managed to lose the popular vote, um, it worked so well for them last time around. They can only do even better next time around. And, you know, come on, he's not even 80. So he's a sure winner. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know what Newt Gingrich said when he heard that John Kerry was was saying he might possibly run again. Newt Gingrich was like, yay, you know, the more Democrats, the better, throwing their hat in the ring. I say, you know what would make it even better, even juicier than beating John Kerry a second time around would be if Chelsea Clinton ran either herself for president or as John Kerry's running mate. Because then that would be, that would be like double mint gum, two for the price of one, double your pleasure. Um, Daniel, where can people read your stuff? They can just Google Daniel Greenfield or look at frontpagemag.com. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on. All right. Now, we are going to take a little break. And we, when we come back, we're going to continue live from New York. This is my last night here at the studio. So i got to make sure that I say thank you to everybody here who's been phenomenal to me from Ermine tonight, Matthew last night, everybody here at WMCA in NYC. We're going to take a break. When we come back, more Andrea K. Show. Hey, call me. Tell me what's on your mind. 888-344-1170. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. The number one myth with a reverse mortgage is that you can't keep your home. Hi, I'm Michelle Cole, and I'm here to tell you that is absolutely false. You can keep and stay in the home you love with better cash flow and maintain the lifestyle of your choice. If you or someone you love is over the age of 62, call me today at 858-344-5998 and I'll use my 30 plus years experience in lending to see if a customized reverse mortgage is the right solution for you. I'll even pay your appraisal fee. That's 858-344-5998, 858-344-5998. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hadley of the Hadley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Men, if your get-up-and-go isn't what it used to be, you may be suffering from andropause or low T. One in ten men over 30 are fighting this battle, and many are winning with the help of Total T Clinic. If you're struggling with weight gain, fatigue, reduced quality of life, or intimate relations, Total T Clinic's medically supervised and personalized bioidentical hormone replacement therapy could help you. Total T Clinic has been helping men since 1999 stand stronger and live life more fully. For a free consultation, call 858-550-0900 or go online to TotalTClinic.com. Answer 10 simple questions to see if they can help you. Your initial consultation and blood test are free. In 30 minutes, you'll know the results, and treatments could start the same day. Call Total T Clinic today. Turn back the clock and start loving life again. 858-550-0900 or TotalTClinic.com. 858-550-0900. There is a devastating disease crippling children, disfiguring them, leaving once beautiful faces marked with the unmistakable signs of leprosy, causing them to live a life of pain, shame, and isolation. But you can help American Leprosy Missions find, diagnose, and cure these children. You can stop leprosy. Right now, you have an incredible opportunity to help and heal children who are suffering. Because it costs only $90 to cure leprosy in three people, you can be the source of their healing. Jesus said, freely you have received, freely give. 
Give now to help those suffering with leprosy. Call American Leprosy Missions right now, 800-443-0838, 800-443-0838. That's 800-443-0838. Or give online at StopLeprosyNow.com. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Welcome to New York. Everybody's been so friendly to me here. I mean, seriously, except I kind of got into a little, little thing with a guy coming into the studio, the building tonight, not the studio. He wasn't anybody associated with the radio station. But let me tell you all out there, hey, men, hey, fellas. AK doesn't need anybody to tell her how to get to and walk into and work a revolving door, okay? Hashtag, keep that to yourself, mister. <laughs> I became almost like a cranky New Yorker. I'm like, what are you doing trying to tell me how to how to go and use a revolving door? Okay, I don't know if you guys remember last night, but I, at the end of the show, I was like, wait, I, I knew that there was a news story I wanted to talk about, but I couldn't remember what it was because I was kind of brain dead. Then it popped into my head today. It's completely random, has nothing at all to do with politics, but it has to do with a story that fascinates me because, yes, I live out on the West Coast. Y'all have heard of a little thing called Alcatraz, no doubt, right? And I'm sure at least many of my Andrea Casual listeners know about um, a dude called the Birdman of Alcatraz. I think his name was Frank, Frank Morris, and he was played in the movie Escape from Alcatraz. Clint Eastwood played him in uh, the movie Escape from Alcatraz in 1979. Well, this guy, Frank Morris, and two brothers escaped from Alcatraz. Their bodies were never found, and it became this big mystery, this urban legend. Like, did these guys make it? How could they make it? The water's totally shark-infested. It's freezing cold. Yes, Jack LaLanne was able to tote, like, I don't know how many boats behind him through the waters off of Alcatraz in San Francisco Bay, but there's no way that these guys, they thought that these guys could survive well we come to find out yesterday i guess one of them uh sends a note to the san francisco police department three years ago we're just now finding out about it he says my name is john anglin i escaped from alcatraz in june 62 with my brother clarence and frank morris i'm 83 years old and in bad shape (laughs) um i don't know why that makes me laugh um i guess because i mean who isn't in bad shape at 83 and then why is he why is he writing to the police department to tell him he's in bad shape? He goes on to say, yes, we all made it that night, but barely. So I don't know. The mystery continues. I I, I don't know. There's a part of me that would like to think that these guys made it. Um, I don't know. The story fascinated me. You're probably sitting there going, why is AK talking about this tonight? I don't know. You know, I love true crime stories. Um, I watch a lot of, like last night, I was riveted after, after I got back to the hotel room with this um, movie about the Gianni Versace murders from a guy that happened, uh, the serial killer out of San Diego. But anyway, I don't know if you guys were ever interested in the three that escaped and the mystery surrounding those three that escaped from Alcatraz. They were the only people to escape. And the question was, if they survived, they were the only ones to ever survive escaping Alcatraz. Maybe, so anyway. maybe a Russian sub picked them up. Ooh, could be. A Russian sub. Um, commanded by somebody who looks like Sean Connery. Yes, Sean Connery. Now I'm getting hungry because I haven't had dinner yet. <laughs> um, okay, back to serious matters. Um, some people were really upset today that um, President Trump said, I might. And my friend C.V. Burton, he's so smart because he always says, hey, C.V., if, if you're listening, he always keeps me straight because whenever Trump says something that makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up, he always reminds me to pay very close attention to Trump's statements. Trump did not say, I'm going to give a pathway to citizenship to 1.8 million DACA recipients. What he said was, I might. I'm kind of open to it. And 10, 12 years down the road. But I want no chain migration outside spouses and children. I want to end to this visa lottery uh, situation. And I want full funding for my border wall. I want 25 billion dollars i think was an absolutely brilliant move because he did you know he left himself wiggle room i think his brilliant negotiations and i think it really pins the democrats into a corner because what are they going to do how what's what's gonna what's their play what what can they come back and say no to again he's he's putting it on them and backing them into a corner and they really don't have any play here i think it's a win-win for trump i think most of the american people we're kind of resigned to the fact that these DACA kids, I don't think that they should get citizenship. 
if they're not going to be deported, I think, you know, make it legal that they stay here. But I don't want citizenship. I don't want them to have the right to vote. I don't want them to get a dime of any kind of benefits. And I don't think it should extend to any family members. If they don't want their families to be separated like the parents who came here illegally and brought them here, then they can all traipse back across the border. But if it ends up winning a pathway to citizenship, as I said on Newsmax, I think the American people, because I was asked the question on Newsmax today, how can any of this pass the House? Because the Republican Party is divided. And I think that they it can pass the House even with a pathway to citizenship if the other elements are there in an immigration reform, because it would be another win, another important piece of legislation. The American people forgave Ron Reagan when he gave amnesty to the illegals because he thought that we all thought that they were going to get the border wall. It's all about security. If Trump can manage to get the other things, I think that the Republican Party and the voters will be okay with it. I don't, but I don't think that the Democrats are going to, are, are going to play. And I think it's going to set them up for some losses going into the midterms and into 2020. So I actually think it's a really smart move on, on Trump's part. Uh, recent polling shows that, in fact, um, I was also last night when I was on Newsmax, I was um, interviewing this gentleman. I hadn't met him before. I'm going to invite him on the AK show. His name is Mark Penn. He used to work on the Clinton campaign. Straight shooter, though. And his polling is actually, I think, better uh, than Rasmussen's because he does not ever say use any labels Republican or Democrats. He polls straight-up questions. Do you support a border wall, for example? Do you support this? And the way he phrases the question, it's all on policy. And because of the way he phrases it, the answers, the majorities, upwards of 60 percent, were all in support of President Trump's agenda. Take the labels away. And what do the American, when it's presented in a way that doesn't have the labels on it, it's just common sense. Do you want, I mean, nobody leaves their house doors open and lets people just come in and raid the refrigerator. I mean, it's common sense. The reason why President Trump was able to break down that blue wall the famous blue wall that supposedly nobody can win Wisconsin, no no Republican presidential candidate could win Michigan, was because President Trump is labelless. He was able to reach the American people just like this polling was. And you know what's happening right now? A large majority of the American people, the left wants to tell you that the American people favor and actually want amnesty. No, the American people are resigned to have some deal for the DACA people, but they want border security. They want that wall. And the Democrats know it, and they're trying to do everything that they can to keep it from happening while trying to play the sympathy card. This poll also showed the American people, even long before a lot of the tax benefits have taken place, the American people are starting to support this tax plan. Why? Because even if their own income tax, they haven't gotten that refund yet on their own income, to individual income tax returns, or even as business owners, so many people out there are already seeing the benefits. They're getting bonuses. Or they're getting hired. Or maybe their pay is getting increased if they're on the job. Or maybe they, they're seeing the news and seeing that Apple is going to spend what, I think, bring half a, a trillion dollars, I think, of reinvestment back into this, back into this country. So I think that all that being said, I think that, I think that if, if I'm okay, even if that were to end up happening, uh, and this is what I told Bill Fisher. I said, you know what? Remember that after the election, one of the first shows that I did was about expectations. And I said, you, I, it's really important. Some of that's going back to my corporate years. I'm kind of a nut about about pro- having and setting proper expectations. I never expected every campaign promise from President Trump to be fulfilled. He faces two opposition parties. Nor did I ever expect that the ones that got fulfilled would look exactly like he promised they would because he faces two opposition parties. When we have Republicans like Susan Collins, who wasn't going to vote for Obamacare repeal and replacement because it didn't fund Planned Parenthood, we, we, we got some challenges in the Republican Party. President Trump doesn't getting his agenda passed. When we have Republicans who claim to be Republicans, like Lindsey Graham, who actually sided with the Democrats over this shutdown, not because he was taking a principled conservative position like Rand Paul, who was saying, I'm sick of this, these, you know, we need a budget. I'm sick of continuing resolutions. I'm sick of the spending. Rand Paul took a conservative principled stance like he always does every time this happens. No, Lindsey Graham was actually siding with the Democrats uh, for DACA and for illegal immigrants. And, you know, when you've got that going, we've got to have the right expectations for President Trump. I think he left himself some wiggle room. So I don't really think that that's going to end up happening. I think it's I think it's a really strategic play and and i'm supportive of uh, supportive of him there i do um one other thing that came out i'm talking a lot about my hits on newsmax last night but it was actually i mean i had such amazing interviews 
We um, we had Larry Clayman on, who was actually the founder of Judicial Watch, left there, and now he's with Freedom Watch. And he says that it's time, actually, for President Trump to fire his attorneys. He says that they're not they're not representing him well. They should not be negotiating at all with Mueller, and they're giving Trump bad advice if they're suggesting to him at all that he have any interviews whatsoever uh, with Mueller. So there's a big push for Trump right now to fire his attorneys. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, we're going to take a break when we come back. Oh, we're going to be back when we come back. My time in New York's going to almost be over. Well. York. Stay tuned, everybody. Hey, who's going to call me and say hi at least while I'm in New York? 888-344-1170. I've kind of made it here. At least for two nights I did anyway. Don't go anywhere. More AK Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows. And through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Andrea Kay here. We all know our public schools don't offer the same quality of education that they once did. And our kids can't wait for the government to give us better school choices. So I urge you to take advantage of AM 1170 The Answer's half-off tuition program and give your child or grandchild an outstanding education from top private schools for half-off their first year's tuition. From preschool to high school, half-off for the 2018 to 2019 school years. Just log on to am1170theanswer.com for the complete list of schools in your area. Choose the best school for your family. Then listen Tuesday, February 6th at 3 p.m. for the phone number to call. The entire half-price tuition tuition goes on your credit card and then your child or grandchild is enrolled for half price be listening tuesday february 6th at 3 p.m for that important phone number for details and a complete list of schools log on to am1170theanswer.com that's am1170theanswer.com am1170 the answer san diego you're listening to the andrea k show on am1170 the answer Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. I'm in my final segment here in New York City, but you know what? That's okay, babies, because I'm going to be back in New York sometime real soon. Um, you know what? Last night we had our Dead or Alive contest. I hope y'all had some fun listening to Matt play to win some tickets for Cirque du Soleil. But you know what? Even if you didn't participate last night, you have a chance to win the tickets. Uh, go to our. Have you guys downloaded our mobile app, the AM 1170 app? You can actually download the app. And you can enter to win there through the mobile app or go to the VIP club. I think you can go to our website, am1170theanswer.com, and enter to win there. This is such a cool show that's coming to San Diego March 21st through the 25th. It's actually, who knew that Cirque du Soleil could do acrobatics? They could do acrobatics in any way, any format. Okay, now they're going to do it on ice. I'm going to be mesmerized because I don't know if you guys know this, but I have always absolutely loved ice skating, you know, especially when... When it's juicy when you've got these Russian judges that are like rigging it or when you got somebody like Tanya Harding having her hubby uh, break somebody's kneecaps. I mean, ice skating is just fabulous. Um, before we run out of time here, I got to go to the phone. Sounds like uh, Gary is on the phone. He wants to talk about the border wall. Hey, Gary, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hi, how are you? I just I just heard you mention the VIP. I'm a member. 
You heard me mention what? The phone was cutting out. I'm a member of the VIP here in San Diego. Oh, you are? Okay. Well, wonderful. Um, so what are you... And my wife are. Anyway, it's really amazing how the Democrats, who don't represent the people of this country, it appears like, are willing to put the people of another country over the people of this country and make the people of this country pay for those people. Housing, hospitalization... You, you go on down the line, and we don't. And when we go, oh, we don't have any money. We don't have any funds. We don't yeah. Have anything except we do have a tax bill here for you. Yeah, absolutely. So you can, yeah. I mean, it's shocking. You know, I don't know if, if you're in San Diego. I don't know how close you are to the border, but I mean, I can't tell you how many friends of mine are like, you know what? Maybe we need to, to move down there, lose our paperwork, come across the border, you know, hobbly Espanol, and then maybe we can actually live a little bit better than those of us in San Diego where the, where the average price of a house is $700,000 in North Park. You know, maybe we can get some benefits and have some kids who can actually afford tuition because right now you, you get a heck of a lot more benefits, free medical care, free education, instead college tuition and everything else if you're here in this country illegally. It was clear, Gary, you brought up a great point. The Democrat Party made it very clear with the shutdown, and this is why they had to give it up because it wasn't selling to the American people. They put their cards on the table and said the message to the American people that they are representing the illegals, not the taxpayers, and every American out there should be paying attention and refuse to vote Democrat again. i got to tell you, I'm here in uh, liberal New York City, and even here in New York City, Gary, California, we are laughing stocks. They are laughing their butts off here in New York City at how stupid Californians are. They're not just laughing at the politicians and making fun of, uh, of Governor Brown. They're making fun of the voters who continue to vote those clowns in, Gary. You mean Moonbeam Brown? <laughs> I was here I was here when he was president or when he was governor before. I'm old, so I've you know I've been here in California since 1946. So uh, it, it, it's really shocking that yeah. this state and this country is more worried about another country yeah. and fulfilling that other country's needs for their people, and still giving that government money instead of us. And we're the one that's footing the bill. You and me are paying for that. I don't yeah, want to pay for that. Well, I don't I, I'm with you. And you know what else, Gary? It'd be nice if they would actually at least be nice to us. You know, how come the president of Mexico with this going on here and, and how the taxpayers are getting shafted for people coming from his country here illegally? How come he's, you know, being being disrespectful and saying the crap he is? And did you hear about all these DACA kids going to Schumer's house and standing outside like a mob threatening him and chanting? Well, if we, if we can't, if if Schumer's going to deny us our dreams, we're not going to allow him to sleep. I mean, who are you kidding? me these people are how it's shocking to me the this demands that these illegals are making on us i wanted to make a suggestion here to a lot of people they're saying we're ripping apart their family we're doing this wait a minute we don't have to rip apart their family they can all go live in their own home country as a family you yeah. know they, they don't have to stay here I mean, they can go right back to their own home country where everybody all politicians are of their race, they all speak that language. I mean, the list is long. So why? What seems to be the problem? You know, why are you trying to change our language to yours? Go back to your own country where everybody speaks that language. All of again, all the politicians are all. You know, Mexico would be Mexicans. Every one of them. We well, don't it's... find any Americans down there running for office. There's no doing that. Well, part of the reason why he's sitting there with blue eyed blonde speaking English, you don't have that. So what seems to be the problem? Well, part of the reason why we don't have that down there is because they're coming here because it's kind of a bleep hole down there. If it wasn't such a bleep hole, thanks for Trump for being honest about these other countries. If it wasn't such a bleep hole down there, they wouldn't all be coming here and they wouldn't be crying and kicking and screaming when they were busted and sent back down there. On top of it, we don't have Americans down there taking up residency and, and living down there and running for office because their immigration laws in Mexico are really, really strict. One of my girlfriends moved down there and, you know, she's got to come back here and renew her visa and trying to rent property down there, trying to get a job, all of it. Their immigration laws are incredibly strict. We it's, are... It's, it's totally different. It's, it's amazing how 
they get nasty with us, but then mm-hmm. when they send their people over here, mm-hmm. they want their people to take our money in the name of welfare, Section right. 8 housing, mm-hmm. food stamps, hospitalization. That's our money. See, we're paying for that. That's why That's they come right. here, because all That's of a sudden right. it's a free ride. That's right. be on that boat. And, and, yeah. and we... We are we are paying and paying and paying to work. You and I can't even afford right now with my uh, my vehicle motor vehicle registration and my <clears throat> payment on my taxes on my house. Yeah, man, and I I only draw Social Security. That's it. I'm a well, little. I tried to get well, a job. I- well, yeah, and, and I got to say this and then I got to wrap up because we're running out of time here, Gary. But it also one of the things that we saw across the nation, especially in California under President Obama, is the cost for everything going up. If you're on a fixed income, it, the cost of a loaf of bread has doubled. Uh, you know, it's like $5, $6 to get a loaf of bread in San Diego. You can't even go eat fat, get a meal at fast food. I can't even go to my KFC for under eight bucks. You know, if I if I want to go out to, to fast food, I got to go find me a dollar menu somewhere. I mean, it's just gotten really expensive. Gary, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. See you at the VIP. All right. Thanks so much. Um, two minutes left. Um, I have had such a phenomenal time here in New York. I'm going to be back tomorrow. I'm flying back to San Diego tomorrow, but I'm gonna, I'm not going to be able to do, be doing the show because I'm going to be uh, in, in flight. But you guys definitely want to stay tuned because a friend of mine has been on the show a million times who's super smart, one of the smartest people politically that I know. He ran to replace Barbara Boxer, but because the Republican Party, you know, was stupid with the way they what they agreed to with the rules is that the top two vote getters um, get to uh, the top two vote getters from the primary end up running in the general election. And if it's two Democrats, then that's who gets to run. And it's Tom Del Beccaro. He's a contributor at Forbes. He's got a phenomenal website, politicalvanguard.com. He's written a bunch of books like The Divided Era. He's going to be filling in for me tomorrow night. He's super funny, super smart, brilliant politically. If you're not following him on Facebook, by the way, I suggest you do. Every Sunday he does his points for the week. So he's going to be filling in for me tomorrow night. I will be back Monday, 6 p.m., same time, 6 p.m. I will be live. Um, let's keep the conversation rolling, though, over the weekend. Thanks to everybody who tuned in tonight, watching at least the first part of the show on Facebook Live. Follow me on Twitter at Andrew. K show um, Monday evening. I will also be back on Tipping Point uh, with Liz Wheeler, and I think that's it. Let me see if there's any happening news. Oh yeah, big news! Spielberg's going to do a remake of West Side Story. I mean, does anybody have any new content out there in Hollywood? I mean, it's ridiculous. When you're a jet, you're a jet. <laughs> How do you know? Are, do you watch musicals? Are you a musical? No, I'm not a big musical guy, but I have seen West Side Story. I got to tell you, I mean, somebody, you know, they would not be able today. I mean, what was her name? Who was that actress? Natalie Wood. Was that not like the worst casting ever for Hispanic, for a Latina? I mean, if they're going to remake it, hopefully they do better casting than they did with that one. Hey, thanks for being here, everybody. Thank you, WMCA, for hosting me. Thank you to Daniel Greenfield, my guest tonight. Thank you to my caller, Gary. And thank you all for supporting the Andrea K. Show. I will be back on Monday, but tune in tomorrow night for Tom DeBacaro. Love you guys. Have a great night. New York City. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.